I think I remember now season four and five are a whole lot of weeds and then some very beautiful roses. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Vicariously Merlin, where I will be recapping your favorite Merlin episodes along with my girls, Shy and Mimi, who have not seen the show whatsoever, and the audience as well, who may have been diving into this series after one watch, two watch, maybe never watched it before. Maybe you're new like them. But we will be discussing episodes seven and eight of season four let's start off with the secret sharer written by julian jones directed by justin malatinikov malatinikov i don't even try to say these words before (laughs) i am reading them to you This episode premiered November 12th of 2011, and I gave this one a 6.9 out of 10. I did not enjoy it, not as much as I liked its predecessor, or I should say the episode after, predecessor means before. This episode, once again, made Arthur the scapegoat for awful, unsustainable writing. They literally ran out of ideas regarding the sleuthing air of this series and so they are recycling the exact same storyline that happened under Uther and what eventually befell the man the only difference is they wanted us to believe that Arthur was better Uther rather willfully allowed himself to be played at least that's how one could possibly read his reactions However, them doing this to Arthur this late in the game and he's supposed to be the shiny beacon? Nah, son. These types of episodes don't need to be born. They're stupid. They don't bring any value. And the fact that it's Julian Jones, the same actor or same writer that's been on since series one, I think, quite frankly, this writer room should have been fired and a whole new group brought in. But they never did that. I think that they really didn't know what to do after season three. I don't think it was never going to be an Arthur tale. And then the moment they had the full Arthur tale. It's like if you've watched Misfits, which that is the series after this one that I am totally, totally going to get Shy and Mimi to (laughs) do a vicarious reaction for. I don't know what I'm going to have to do to get it to happen, but... I'm pimping out every bit of me to make it work. But it's kind of like those that situation. Like series one through three and then four and five. They're separate story arcs that are residuals after the things that happened in the first three seasons. But they almost feel unplanned for. And thus, unlike I think with season four and five of Misfits, this show simply had no question mark ideas on (laughs) what to do next because it was stuck between this idea of being a kid show but not really being an adult show we see that even in this episode where someone clearly gets stabbed very viscerally by a sword and instead of showing that they well i don't even i can't even describe or maybe that's the second episode them just crawling behind a barrel i (laughs) 
<laughs> but in this episode, the fact that Arthur is using the exact same crutch as his father to believe that I Gaius would be the one involved, he's the traitor, even though it should reasonably be be the guy that showed up three months ago that you know very little about. Aggravane is idiotically one note and transparent as a villain. It's just, it's an insult to Arthur's intelligence that he has not picked up at this point in time the fact that he don't feel right. Also, how come Arthur can trust Merlin with everything else, even ignoring his own very suspicious activities merlin that is but doesn't trust the fact that merlin is telling the truth that aggravane is the traitor though y'all could have been doing some concocting to reveal a plan to show aggravane as the culprit that doesn't require you verbally saying it but that's too much like common sense and then maybe just maybe it wouldn't seem as if you're just trying to bail out your uncle godfather grandfather family friend they never clarify what the fuck Gaius is to merlin but yeah after we're going in search of the man that we think is a traitor you're going to be like well the man that accused him that's the traitor i get the out they were also giving the audience but it was so very thin that i i would not allow it (laughs) Um, Morgana found a suitable, formidable ally in Alatar, and Gaius gave up Merlin's name as Emrys with the quickness, right? Nobody does it like me. Maybe he didn't, but there's nothing that's gonna convince me that Gaius ain't a little bitch. It's just not. But his words, mind you, his words sway him to forgo the crazy witch's powerless future planned out alliance and instead trust that emrys will indeed do the best for the community the magical community as it is because apparently his name is so legendary around everywhere the moniker is so not earned whatsoever or deserved how many druids will die because of merlin's stupidity and ineffectual behavior Aggravane too has to apologize to Gaius and so does Arthur and it's all wa- uh, water under the bridge and I, I just was like really? <clears throat> Bullshit! But it doesn't take the cake on this episode which is the fact that Aggravane is literally sitting there watching Morgana sleep and caressing her face. Creeper! Morgana, you watched how your sister handle a man that was under your control. You need to do better. All the way better. Because you were taught better. Let's go to the better episode. (laughs) Merlin episode 8 of season 4. La Mia. episode was written by jake michi and directed once again by justin malatinikov this one premiered november 19th of 2011 and i gave it an 8.7 out of 10 
I actually wrote notes for this one <laughs> versus the small bit of chicken scratch I put down for the previous episode. Something is causing men to go all glassy-eyed and comatose in the village that Gwen grew up in under the what? Parental ship of one John and Mary, very original names there. <laughs> and Mary goes to Camelot to her in particular to seek out help and then Gwen takes her to the king. They think it's a type of sickness, a traveling sickness, causing unconsciousness and sweating. Gaius is seen to the patient. Arthur agrees to help. And then Gaius volunteers Merlin to go in his steed so that he can treat the patient at Camelot and Merlin can go out and be the apprentice that Proud Papa wanted him to be both men talk like merlin ain't even in the room with arthur really doubtful that he can handle the responsibility Why don't you love me, Daddy? but right when i was thinking that i was like wait merlin is a constant colossal fuck up this is all valid <laughs> please stop thinking merlin gaius for cleaning up the messes he himself creates talking about you've saved everybody yes you've also put them in danger You've also made the situation 10 times worse than it started off. Half the time, you should have just let things play out and not get involved. So stop giving him the pep talk every time. And I hate hearing it every episode, how everybody owes Merlin their lives. Yes, he has done some things for the greater good, but they very much are being outweighed by the things he has failed at miserably time and time after again. The first being Morgana still breathing. Because all these problems coming your way, most of them, with the exception of this episode, which is why I liked it so much more, there needed to be so, more, so much more episodes like this, these side kind of adventures, than trying to focus on the overall Morgana plot. Because that thing is old and sad and molding on the side and nobody wants to see it. But... Gaius is co-signing his decision like they both aren't shit while <laughs> he continues to quiver in fear of a dead man's ghost because y'all both should especially after last episode that they just continue not to make plans whatsoever like what are those Gwen heads out with the knights and Mary back to the village. I'm glad Arthur stayed put. This is so minor business and doesn't need you. John called Merlin a boy and I laughed for a really long time. Elion stuck up for him, but I need you to stick up more for your actual sister. Merlin plays physician well, but immediately tries to use magic when everybody's out of the room to heal them really easy because he has no faith whatsoever in his medical skills, but then side-eyeing other people that do be questioning his medical skills. Gwen at night in that night shirt, though? the people are not better they are worse and at least john accepts that he tried and agrees this is indeed sorcery because he felt evil afoot 
<laughs> evil sorcerers really make it hard out here for the very few good ones that we ever see the knights are on their way back to camelot to tell gaius of their findings when they see some bandits and they are messing with a girl and they fight while giving each other well done looks in the middle of danger very quickly the knights will do anything lamia says for them to do to protect her this bitch is literally melting into percival's arms and ain't nobody besides merlin questioning this but they all fall under her spell it seems at the same time she also don't like merlin at all she's like i know what you are i know what you can do and i'm not having it (laughs) not even a little bit so everyone basically tells merlin to not come near her or they will break him so eventually he stops trying to actually play doctor and do his job and gwen thinks it's weird but she's allowing them to be snippy because they must be tired arthur meanwhile in camelot is worried because his wife has not come home and it's been two days and tells gaius to saddle up i was really surprised that agravan came with them because i don't see any reason why he needed to <laughs> other than i'm going to be a pain in the ass and we need to pay this actor but he didn't need to come on this adventure gwen i mean come on just think about it someone has to be running the state even if we don't trust agravan that is the most rational next one up gwen in that purple cloak was looking beautiful this entire episode by the way i really like when they change up her outfits and they're for the better she tries to help lamia but the bitch is like i don't want anything from you either and then she tells or percival tells them that they're going east abandoning their quest to take this girl back home when <laughs> when Ilian told gwen to stay out of it come on and check yourself before you begin so take it and check yourself before you wreck yourself big dicks in your ass is bad for your hair she will always care more about her brother than he ever cares about her arthur stops by a slaughter group of men that was carrying some type of animal it looks like they were slavers due to their purple sashes <laughs> purple was just in this episode because even gaius is on the side with some deep mauve <laughs> sorry why is that funny it's not and they bring a survivor back to langstead with them that are a few hours away when they get to langstead they hear that the group have gone already back to camelot which is weird because they didn't pass them and gaius confirms merlin's diagnosis there's magic afoot things are further disintegrating between the knights as they get jealous over who gets to take care of lamia with sir leon and percival coming to actual sword blows gwen wonders how the girl can influence things and i'm like sis she is literally being treated more like royalty than your precious ass now Gaius had the audacity to mention in this episode that Merlin has been studying with him for years and you trying to tell me that he ain't read any of those magical books that would give him any information on what could possibly be going on Merlin sometimes you gotta help yourself if there's not someone there to help you I get that he needs a magical guide 
but he also can be anything at all useful at any given point in time that would be nice especially when it comes to your area of expertise the thing in which you do should you not know what else is out there what could be threatening arthur and this great future that you see it's just gonna magically manifest itself all you gotta do is stay wingman i swear to god he gets on my damn nerves but gaius explains to arthur very quickly after talking to the survivor from the slaver camp which are we going to imprison him afterwards for being a slaver question mark question mark that lamia is not a name but a creature that is part serpent part girl and very influential with her powers on men elion is missing in the morning because he kissed the devil and now he is unconscious she did that shit to be petty because she was like gwen i don't like you i don't like you because you're a female you're beautiful and you're my only competition here and (laughs) then because all the other men will listen to gwen i think to up to a certain extent only when it doesn't supersede their affiliation or their um devotion to lamia so it's a good way to explain why they would care about Ilian still when they find him unconscious because the bitch was being all quippy with gwen and now gwen knows because she tells merlin right away it's her i know it's her (laughs) but that was her way of trying to keep her quiet like oh guess what i did like oh you ain't gotta worry about your brother i'm sure he's fine then for some reason merlin tries to talk to people who are clearly enchanted because you said so and not listening to reason but he tried several times this episode and i'm like bruh what is that thing called magic that you are given because you don't use it whatsoever why couldn't you break off from this group and head your ass in the other direction to camelot i understand that you didn't want to leave gwen alone but i felt as if both of them should have in that moment ridden away and said there's a situation happening with the knights of camelot yes they can take care of themselves we cannot what they didn't want to be without a band they've been out on the road before so you really ain't gonna have me buying that one of the things that made me take points off the episode and it could have been very neatly cleaned up with one line instead of making it a voluntary thing because Gwen even says if you want to leave you can leave i would have went ahead and made it feel as if they really were kidnapped because that's what they were being used for at the end (laughs) particularly merlin he was being treated like shit with the knights and i think that was to give merlin a storyline and i hate when they do that when it's a gwen focused episode let her shine but romance over romance that's what they do in british tv that's just how it is even how it is in their culture though they you can love your wife but they are at home and you will never have men give up their bromance in the pubs and, and that type of lifestyle that's just a european thing i am beyond annoyed that merlin's plan was to wait and be rescued by arthur by leaving clues so yeah when arthur starts to go in on merlin about how he fucking can't find his own ass and this that and the other thing you want to be like oh this is bullying behavior but then we have merlin doing the exact thing 
like oh i'm gonna need you to tie your shit around so that he can follow these clues because i'm not even gonna come up with a possible backup plan if that is not what's happening aggravating continues to be aggravating hiding footprints and stuff trying to throw him off the trail but he doesn't understand the power of love merlin's face when he saw all of them skeletons when they got into the castle you done messed up a.a ron that was probably one of the best merlin faces i mean i could hear the for fuck's sake coming out of his mouth (laughs) when he comes in and he sees pretty much the lure into a death trap like you could not be more clear this is a death trap (laughs) and then he once again tries to have a debate that obviously ain't gonna work see sir leon jumps in his ass and literally becomes the worst they find a place for elion to be put down because they still care about their man because they carried him this entire trip that's that's very much dedication they're like brothers and then we get more of merlin being a kidnap victim by being (laughs) used as the guinea pig to check things out in front of us i thought at this moment he should have left and got some help damn it merlin realizes it's men and only men that are infected and not women and then gwen goes okay so why aren't you affected oh i don't know oh well maybe it's because they're knights the villagers weren't knights no i think it's something special about you gwen to have her so closely put them puzzle pieces together only to push it aside that was disrespectful absolutely and utterly disrespectful they don't give a shit about anyone's actual intelligence in this show it's just to be like oh see gwen might figure it out oh no we're just gonna forget about it in the next scene absolutely forget about it never mind he is this close to me and he's got his glowy eyes and his hands up like he's about to do something and i can't look over in danger because that's what i would do and be like holy shit your eyes are glowing arthur knowing gwen's clothing anywhere lasai the feels merlin will kill a bitch with a sword if she comes between his bromances though because he took that sword and had no qualms about (laughs) driving it into the belly of said creature and she was in human form then the creature turns into the serpent slash this thing had me cracking up this this belonged to harry potter for real and he gives chase after he tries to crush it with some rocks at least he was trying usually he don't get this infectious, but she pissed him off like he was thoroughly angry about like no everybody looks at me with those hard eyes motherfucker you trending on the wrong (laughs) group of people (laughs) this very much did in the end became like the women versus this one woman gwen and merlin both like this bitch got to die and it's gwen who gets to have a a very heroin moment as they run away merlin gets snagged and she grabs the weapon of elion's and stabs the creature saying you get away from him 
but it's not effectual and i thought that was the waste of the episode allow her to kill the creature we didn't need arthur to come at the end and get the win we could have given it to her but arthur takes the spear and takes her down and then they hug but in the background i can hear his national anthem all i do is win 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 no matter what but the knights that she managed to take out sir leon percival elion they're all back to normal now that the witch is dead the villagers are back to normal gwen has saved everyone and i was gonna be really mad if they left this episode on anything with arthur and gwen arthur and merlin but no they did leave it with arthur and gwen he summons her to him and let's first appreciate the fact that gwen's still working like she is and i don't care what y'all want to tell me she hitting that at night <laughs> i would be hitting that at night but she's still doing her day job and that's because she wants to serve even though she does not have a mistress in which she is serving so <laughs> question mark question mark question mark i don't need to know because she was doing laundry at her own house so maybe she ain't working maybe she's more like i'm part-time staff i come and help out because i know all of how to run this shit and eventually i will be but i can take off days when i want to just to be at home folding some laundry i did love their moment though him summoning her in and saying i thought i knew everything about you but i didn't know you were so brave as well as wise and she's like oh maybe you just you know didn't notice previously and he's like no seriously what you did was brave and i commend you for it i'm proud of you and then her being like really that really touched my heart and my soul and then they kissed and i was happy and that is how we ended the episode let's jump into the feedback If you want to send feedback, you can send that to blackrockcouch at gmail.com. You can send it via audio or via written format. First up is Shy because we're waiting for someone else to send their feedback in. Lamia has been having a lot of fun dragging my ass and Shy been co-signing with her. I know I've been saying co-signing a lot. Maybe that's my new word in my vocabulary. But these two heifers have been coming for my entrails. So you best believe when I have the opportunity to clap back, I will be. Shy, take it away. Hey, Christina. It's me, Shy. I am here to talk about Merlin, season four, episode seven and eight. And uh, yeah, um, these were these were good episodes. I mean, they weren't horrible. They weren't great. They were just good. Um, at this point, it's a great distraction for me from real life things. So it was a good escape to be able to watch them. And um, now I'm gonna provide feedback for them. So yeah, um, I will say that um, definitely last couple of days um, watching shows, providing feedback has definitely been um, 
a welcome distraction. Um, so with that being said, um, let's talk about these episodes. Um, well, we have um, seven. And I can just start out by saying that Agravane is just creepy. I'm sorry, the dude is just creepy. Um, that whole opening scene with him and Morgana, I just, uh, he just gives me the creeps. So the plot of the day is to set up Gaius this time, um, put doubt in author's mind about Gaius. And of course, you know, Gaius being Gaius, he can't, (laughs) he has no chill um he's so obvious with his lies or not telling the truth or telling half truth so of course it played into um author being suspicious which in of itself is aggravating i'm not gonna lie um you know it's like you know i know mimi talks about it all the time and i and, and i'm with her on this it's like you know, this is what happens when you don't do anything and you let evil people just continue to plot and you don't try to expose them. I'm like, not even, you know, like, no, no efforts to try to expose this dude. Just He's just roaming free, having author's ear. You're not trying to provide evidence or, you know, get evidence on this guy. And then we see that he has these sorcery books under his bed and then he's got the the shoes um the the um dirt um on his boots i'm like these are evidence these are things you can give to author to give him another point of view to start making him see aggravating as someone potentially look at and then of course i will say in this episode I was really aggravated by how people were talking about Aggravain. I mean, well, when Gwen said he trusts him more than anyone. Really? Really, Gwen? How is that possible? I mean, I don't I don't agree <laughs> with that statement. How does he trust him more than anyone when just the previous episode, he was suspicious of Aggravain and he confronted Aggravain about um, him possibly being the traitor. So how do you go from him being suspicious of Aggravane to, oh, all of a sudden, he trusts uh, his uncle more than anyone? Um, no, that, that title belongs to you, Gwen. And so it's just that's just aggravating how they continue to try to hype up this thing, which doesn't make any sense. This relationship, which doesn't make any sense to hype up. Because again, they just showed us the previous episode that author has suspicions of this guy so i don't i mean again this is just one of those i guess tropes to try to prolong this storyline um but it didn't make any sense and then i'm like why would aggravane have this stuff under his bed why wouldn't he clean his boots and then why would merlin just walk out like that i'm like really merlin i mean you don't think you were gonna get caught uh just because he went behind the screen he's not gonna see you or he won't all of a sudden walk from behind the screen and then i'm like why is he even behind the screen there's nobody in the room (laughs) like (laughs) wouldn't you go behind this 
screen thing when you have other servants and stuff around and you go there for privacy you're the only one in there so why are you going behind the screen that didn't make any sense we did get to see Gwen again because you know and he had an actual role instead of uh, being a you know side character or background noise so to speak um him and merlin teamed up which i thought was awesome to go find Gaius. and then i will say i did side eye i'm like <laughs> of course the next episode explained it but it's still stupid to me i'm like is that the only way you can check to see if someone's breathing um you just happen to have a knife uh <laughs> under i like i thought that was so dumb i'm sorry i'm like really guys you i mean guys Gwen, you believe that that he had he didn't have any ill intentions towards uh towards um guys and then my thing is oh i guess he didn't tell merlin didn't tell him where he got the the dirt from you would think that he would have told him that oh i got this from um aggravane's boots and so I, I you would I would I thought that would have come up in conversation like where did this come from because you know that explanation that he gave Gwen didn't make any sense like oh I followed y'all I mean I don't know I just like they they Gwen I know he's a hothead and all that stuff and they talked about that in this one and it showed in the next episode how much of a hothead he is but my thing is you're not dumb like that that explanation made no sense whatsoever but yeah okay we'll believe it for the sake of plot oh then my other thing is why is morgana always getting knocked out that's like her thing she just got knocked out last episode then she gets knocked out again at this point homegirl should have a concussion she should have serious brain damage from the amount of time she gets knocked the hell out it's it's really getting old that that whole thing i'm like okay here we go again she's knocked out on the floor um i don't know i just can't get over the Gwen falling for the oh yeah i'm checking to see if he's breathing nonsense i'm like okay i, I they just make the characters dumb sometimes and it's just <laughs> it could be annoying yeah i i mean i i again the we can't say anything without evidence crap it just it's annoying um and like i said earlier well start you know being more active and getting it why are you being so passive i mean this guy is actively trying to um seek author's demise and y'all just sitting back and just letting him do whatever he wants without even attempting to stop him i mean really seriously y'all just wait on him to do something and then y'all try to stop him that doesn't make sense to me i mean i loved all um gaius and author's speech at the end i thought that was very um beautiful and all that stuff but it just highlights the fact that yes you've known this man since he was a child you watched him grow up you love him you want what's best for him yet you're you're gonna just sit there and let this man that you know is plotting against author to just roam free without doing anything to stop him that's dumb to me that doesn't even make sense so and i hope author does hear that because about what uther's but uh, guy said about uther like uther was dying he was going to die so i don't know why i mean i do i do know why he has this concept of the um emerus killing um uther but 
that anyway so uh we already talked about that when that episode occurred all right episode eight was um i mean it was good as well i don't know i can't decide which one i preferred better i think they were just pretty much equally good so i'm not i don't have one that i thought was a whole lot better than the other i will say it was i don't know i mean so merlin can go out there and just be a physician assistant you know it's like he has he don't show he hasn't had any credentials just because you watch someone do something i mean yeah you'll learn a thing or two but we're talking this sounds like a serious issue going on i know gaius couldn't go because he was dealing with a sweating illness whatever the heck that is but at the same time i'm like okay merlin is Gaius the only doctor, the only physician in the whole kingdom? There's nobody else. Um, so I just thought that was weird that they sent Merlin to be the one to figure out what's going on. Um, I mean, I know why Gaius did, because you know, you know, Merlin can always use his magic to get out of stuff. But I don't know, it just seems weird. Then we got Hothead Gwen being. Gwen, you know he just starts charging in there without i'm like how about y'all come up with a plan i mean y'all are outnumbered i know y'all are the knights of camelot but still like hey let's do this let's do this then go and attack he just ran out there you know not even thinking about anybody but fighting it's like okay <sighs> anyway and then we have you know what's up with the you know Lamia? your name is starting to be popular around here of course they pronounce it lamia lamia instead of lamia but still i'm like there's there's mimi's name again (laughs) make it in the parents i went from not hearing that name before my life to meeting mimi and then all of a sudden i get i mean i watch these shows and her name is uh seeing that her name is very popular course she was um <laughs> she was a seductress um yes i'm sure mimi can relate to that <laughs> anyway um so of course she's seduced or put everyone under her spell and they're you know being assholes to gwen and merlin and it took them a minute to catch on but thank god they did um and so of course we got to see Gwen being smart and you know of course beautiful and um being the hero in this one which I love she had agency and um yeah she used her tunic uh which I thought was funny how author was like I'm I'm from it's her tonic I would know it anywhere it's like <laughs> Of course you would, Arthur. You know, you only um, obsess over her nonstop. And you probably know every gown that she has, every little thing that she does. So I thought that was cute. I will say I had the side eye Arthur with the whole, oh, you know, you let a woman save you. Um, I read, you know, that dying is better than having a woman save you. I was like, excuse me, young man. I don't think so. You better step, you know, step back with that nonsense. You know, a woman can be just as good as a man. And besides that, I mean, you you have you did grow up with Morgana, 
So it's not like you don't, you haven't seen strong women doing, you know, taking care of themselves or, you know, being able to um, protect themselves. So you better go somewhere with that young man. But he did redeem himself with that last scene with Gwen um, saying that he's proud of her and she's a hero. So I will forgive him for that little crazy, crazy line that he said about women. So, I mean, I know he was joking with Merlin, but still, don't be joking around about that. Anyway, but yes, that was a beautiful scene at the end of him talking about being proud of her. And of course, the kiss always a plus because we don't get too much Arwen scenes. Um, and so whenever we do get them, they're always amazing. So we learn to cherish them. Well, we're on, this was episode seven and eight. So I'm hoping that we'll get some traction on this um, exposing aggravating because like I said, this is getting old fast and um, yeah, I mean, his shady butt needs to um, meet his uh, meet his end. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of getting a little bit aggravated with Morgana because it just seems like she's just I don't know she's becoming boring her <laughs> her I don't I, I can't explain it it's just I mean she's boring me with the things she's doing I'm not impressed you know it's starting to drag a little bit I mean I'm needing her to be a little bit more aggressive in her her evilness but I don't know it's just she just seems it's just, she's just coming across as incompetent um and I, of course I know obviously she's not supposed to win and all that good stuff but it's just I don't know it's just my my I, I don't I'm not taking her too seriously I, it's hard to take her seriously so I'll just leave it at that anyway um I think that's all I have for these two episodes they were good like I said it was a much needed distraction from um the realities of life right now so um yeah until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was queen shy with her thoughts on these last two episodes so she kind of sees that they were both the same she enjoyed them the same it also sounds once again as i said in the last podcast is she in the closet but maybe you i I mean like in the beginning to be quite frank you almost made me want to cry because i'm like is she okay she need a hug like i'm being teasing you about being in the closet because you sound a little different than you usually do and i think um just because of the things that are going on in your life that's most likely what it is so definitely guys put out your hands or whatever you believe in for shy um i am very sad about things going on and i want you to be thoroughly back to happiness again and i know that's going to take time and i'm not going to tell all your business all over the world because that's not my job to do it's why i haven't brought it up (laughs) but at the same time um I'm glad that television is becoming an escape. It has become for a lot of people. 
during very trying times to be able to focus on dragging characters for being absolutely stupid uh it's something else to do with that type of energy and uh i think he did a really good job of dragging merlin (laughs) for all of his actions all of his inactions all of Gaius's inactions i will say that part when you said well what kind of a princess you can't watch it girl that's how i was that's just how it was that's exactly what we did to send people out in the medical field oh you read some books you watched someone do some medical stuff so you go follow here's his kit you see that kit that kit was real that was a real thing that people went around and that was all their medical supplies and if it wasn't in the vicinity people you talk about a time in life where people thought leeching was a good idea these motherfuckers are stupid that guys is actually <laughs> decent position uh he probably did learn from one of the best because everyone else most of everyone else was quacks absolute and utter quacks and that goes all the way up to the king himself they was leeching his ass talking about this gonna work it's so gonna work um what else? you had like a really a lot of really great points about aggravane his weird creepy behind morgana becoming boring yes because she's they're not giving her anything they're not doing anything they're just basically wash rinse repeat wash rinse repeat that's it no one is looking at anyone's script beforehand or they would know that arthur was himself suspicious of aggravating they was like ah that's too easy we got like four or five more episodes we can't have that no we have to find some other convoluted way in which to make this all continue to make sense but it doesn't and it didn't work and it failed miserably to anyone who's watching this above the age of 10 years old so there's that i have to remind myself this was made for children over and over again it's not an excuse but it's partial to blame it definitely is partial to blame it's why i didn't get any nude scenes of arthur and gwen doing it. like i didn't get any tongue not a slip of the tongue yeah it's romanticism yes that's the time as well but you ain't gonna tell me french kissing was not a thing back then they didn't invent that shit in the 20th century <laughs> they were more hedonists back then at least now we just put that shit on fucking uh, Pornhub. Type in whatever fetish you have. But as I said at the top of the hour, I think this show has good in it. But it's a lot of weeds that you got to get through. And uh, we are past the halfway point. We're almost winding down to the end of the series. I will say the next two episodes. I would say the next three episodes let me see i can't remember which episode we're on actually (laughs) i have to pull up my my tracker thing i know the next episode lancelot de uh, dulac yeah just bring some tears for that and then we have the herald of a new age after that um that one was and then episode 11 is a really good episode that i liked and then episodes 12 and 13 are up and down as far as likeability like they're not horrible but i'm they're both written by jake nietzsche and julian jones and that alex trotton is back 
and those are not my particularly favorite people i mean they hit and miss like jim carrey's movies so with that let's hear what mimi has to say what up christina it's mimi i'm sending in my merlin feedback sorry my bad it's late i totally to accept responsibility for this i just assumed that i had time because i'm not trying to say anything about your scheduling but for the last i want to say three weeks merlin has not been posted until sunday so in my defense i thought i had time i had a lot of stuff to do um after i dropped my son off um, on a play date and then he called me when i was coming to watch this last episode um because he wanted to come home and then his tooth came out it was a whole thing i'm sorry that's it's it's just a whole thing um so i had to deal with that um so i just finished watching it and in my defense i would have watched merlin right after i watched one of the episodes of 13 reasons why but that daggone thing threw my whole life off um i watched merlin episode seven of season four and then i watched 13 reasons why and i wish someone would have told me because i would not have watched it until i was done with everything else like that thing just whew. i can't wait for you to see it christina because i know the way i felt i'm sure you felt that you will feel the same way <sighs> just be ready because i was not and it really jacked up my life um so the i will say between the two episodes so this is uh season four episode seven and eight i <laughs> did not know the name of the second uh episode until <laughs> pretty recent and it makes me laugh because it's lamia <laughs> i should have known i was gonna like this episode more <laughs> lord i knew what a lamia was because i'm really into greek mythology it's something i've always been fascinated with like probably obsessed i know that stuff like christina no history so i'm just gonna put that out there i love greek mythology it's so chaotic and ridiculous i just love it and i love books based off of uh, greek mythology or based around greek mythology oh i love it um not so much roman more just greek but still like i know that stuff too because they um kind of mirror each other anyway um i'll start with seven i don't have much to say about it but i will say that i've noticed that episodes of berlin with more gwen in it tend to be my favorite and i that might be biased to me i clearly have preferences on people that i enjoy and i know merlin is the main character and arthur is a co-star as well so they're gonna be in all the episodes but i just don't like episodes that don't have a lot of Gwen in it and the first one you know had uh, was about Morgana trying to figure out who Emerus was um and going through the motions I just I seriously feel like at this point Gaius and Merlin are probably sick of Morgana's ass like I really feel like you know off screen Gaius has told Merlin I, I wish you would have killed this bitch she really get on my nerve like she's just always coming out of the woodwork it's ridiculous like oh god I just I hate the way they have her this is just a side note I hate the way they have her dressed in her makeup 
she looked like one of those psychotic exes that people have like their ex their their crazy baby mama that you <clears throat> you be on a date and she'll show up there and just be staring at y'all she looked cuckoo and not like i'm a witch with a history and i now i'm ready for revenge she looks crazy like she will you know just follow you while you're out doing errands because you dating her ex-boyfriend <laughs> she looks crazy like that like you crazy like she she'll she'll stalk you like that kind of crazy and i don't like it and why they feel like she always gotta have on some provocative dress with her titties pushed all the way up really bothers me you know witches like jeans and pants you know they like to be comfy um can you give her like a nice power suit you know something like that anything seriously what is happening like why does she have to dress like that um i don't remember much of this episode because like i said i watched it a couple days ago or yesterday yeah it was yesterday and my mind is completely on 13 reasons why so um i don't have much to say about it there were a couple of things i enjoyed um i'm glad that merlin has other sorcerers now that know who he is and follow him because Gaius ain't gonna teach him how to use his magic even though we found out that that fool got magic too so at least now he has someone and these people have been you know that one sorcerer has been using magic his whole life so that's someone that Merlin can always turn to if he needs help or information I don't know if he'll be utilized like that because he loved going to Gaius and Gaius is a waste of space I mean now maybe Gaius might be more prone to help Merlin I doubt it I just can't see him acting different because he's terrible but you know I would love to be wrong so um yeah there's that um what else happened oh Gwen. oh I love him so much he first of all he's fine and I love his long hair but the way he like <laughs> is always like down to help uh merlin no matter what like even when it seemed like a lost cause he was like well i guess you just don't need my help he knew merlin did but he didn't want to push him that was so cute his bromance because they're friends you know that's his homie homie love a friend <laughs> uh they do have a bromance that i i really enjoy but i will say like oh god why i i swear i wrote this man's name down but i cannot i don't even feel like looking for it I'm just going to call him Arthur's uncle because I really can't stand him and I feel like giving him a name gives him power over me and I don't want to do that so I'm not going to name him. I don't even care. I'm not even going to pretend to even try to remember his name because I don't like him. Um, when he was about to to slit uh, Gaius's throat and then he's like, I'm just seeing if he's breathing. Look at his breath on my night or my sword. I wanted Gwen to just skewer him. Oh my god sorry to pause it but nine-year-old just came in here with a blue mouth because he was chewing on a marker i don't i don't understand you are nine that is something a toddler does you were nine why are you chewing a marker i don't know what then why are you coming here in my face with blue lips and a blue mouth i don't know i i really cannot stand kids they are so raggedy for like no reason like just absolutely no reason he knew i was gonna get mad about it but he brought his little raggedy behind in here anyway 
now I don't remember what I was talking about because my son sucks <sighs> let me just move on to the next episode I did like this one more of course there was more uh Gwen um and I loved it I love how she was a boss bitch here um oh I can't I cannot not talk about the fact that the the uh villain in this episode was a Lamia <laughs> I hate it well they 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 don't pronounce it the same way but I do know in Greek mythology a Lamia is a I think she was cursed by Hera I'm not sure it was a woman she was cursed um for sleeping with somebody but really back then uh in greek mythology when they say the woman slept with someone the god like it was probably zeus because he was a hoe he would go to earth and have sex with women he didn't you didn't have a choice so you just had to have sex with them and then Hera would get jealous and curse the woman that's what happened to medusa or except i don't think it was zeus that did it poseidon maybe it might have been poseidon but anyway like you have they have sex with you whether you like against your will or not it doesn't matter <laughs> you get punished so it's a woman that's half half human half serpent and her punishment was for her to be this beast that devoured children so of course nobody ever wanted to be around her and people told scary stories about her because she ate kids so yeah that's what a Lamia is their um depiction of it <laughs> looked more like a I don't know looked like some creature from pirates of the caribbean it didn't look like a snake it looked like an octopus with a long body i don't know it was really stupid and i wish they'd have done a better job but i love how gwen gwen had no problem taking that sword and fighting it off um because it was about to take over merlin take over it was gonna kill merlin i i do wish though that you know arthur and them hadn't showed up when they did because i want gwen to know merlin has power so bad and i felt like we were about to get that so i was sad that we didn't but the end was great because the way <sighs> gwen ran into arthur's arms and he picked her up and twirled her around that was everything he was so happy to see her and and i feel like the reason he was so concerned in all honesty was because you know it was his boo thing that was missing for too long i think it was just merlin he might have you know gave it a couple more days like ah i'm sure merlin jacked something up they'll be fine and he's with the knights but his 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 girl was gone too long and he was not okay with that so he had to he had to uh go find her the one thing i will say is i didn't understand the the uncle like uh got rid of the tracks and covered it up because i'm assuming he didn't want arthur to find them but why like that wasn't a morgana plan so that was kind of curious it, it probably just means he's a shitty ass person and he just wants harm to come to camelot in any way possible all the best knights can die merlin can die too and gwen gwen like all of them can just choke like that's what it came across to me um i was sidetracked a lot during this episode but i didn't want to keep rewinding because i'm already late so i could have easily just missed missed something but i just i just don't understand why he felt the need to cover up tracks um what was the other thing that i wanted to talk about oh just like <laughs> the way the knights were fighting with each other i'm assuming the reason merlin wasn't um affected was because he did have magic 
except he couldn't say that to um he couldn't tell Gwen that um I knew when Percival looked evil as hell and the stuff he was saying to Merlin that something was wrong because he's a gentle giant like he's the sweetest little thing I will always remember the way he like put the torch down to carry all them kids I would have personally had one of the kids hold the torch and just ran a little slower but that was me but he felt like he wanted to protect the kids more than he wanted to protect himself and I that's sweet as hell and if he being evil something ain't right and they should have put that together um i love how gwen knew right away like it's that bitch that bitch is doing this we need to we need to stop this because this heifer is ruining our game we did not come here to take her to no raggedy ass castle don't nobody care about her we don't know who she is and you know she was all about her in the beginning like let's protect her but she knew she was like "Mm -mm, you mess with my brother you gotta go um i also love the end scene uh when uh we got an arwen kiss i hate that it was closed mouth but it was still a pretty good solid kiss and that whole interaction and their scene together was fantabulous she looked so smitten he always looked like that but she she looked so smitten when he was calling her um brave and everything it's like oh my god he's so cute i love him so much that's that's what she was thinking i really really hope we get more interaction between them because i cannot wait for them to start dating or courting or whatever they call it back then because i need to see them together more and i need to see her weighing in on decisions for the camelot because we know that's where it's going and i just need it to happen for my life to be complete oh that's it i don't have nothing else to say i'm sure i missed some stuff but i'm just giving you the gist of it um so we can you can put a stamp on this merlin episode and post it so until next time love peace harry's and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode episodes girl what you talking about uh, merlin got a friend to teach him I'm not even, I'm just going to go ahead and burst that bubble. I don't think we ever see that character ever again. Ever again. I don't recall it. (laughs) So yeah, it would have been nice if the writers were thinking ahead. But as I stated all podcasts, I'm pretty sure they were not. And then you keep talking about 13 Reasons Why. I've only gotten to the part where Tyler comes back to school and now they just got through this boring ass memorial. So stop it. Stop trying to tease me with the I'm watching and I better not have no shit that ruined my life at the end of the night. And clearly you're already telling me that's going to happen. I hate you. I mean, on two podcasts, not one, but two. Like, damn, girl, settle down. Now I got to watch this shit and be traumatized all night. Can't get no rest. Because I got to know now what happens. (laughs) I'm like, ah, I need this tea. I need it back into Merlin uh, I agreed with most of your points it, it was sweet it was cute as far as Gwen being seen that Merlin has magic yeah that would have been <laughs> I wanted her to get the win but yeah it would have been nice for her to figure out oh yeah he has magic and it was kind of like a tease for the audience but it never really got there which is so unfortunate so very because she was right there at the brink like she was like no it can't be because you're just a regular no there's something she even said stop it merlin there's something particular about you (laughs) says all that never never a follow-up that's uh the conceit of this show 
I remember Aggravain's name because of aggravating. <laughs> and then as far as why he was trying to not like the whole entire time he kept saying it that's why i was like um martha you should put this together as well like well sire we don't need to really follow up and on and, and you know they got some nights and that that's when merlin or arthur said the line okay yeah knights are out there merlin that goes to your other point like if merlin was out there yeah he would have waited a few more days because he was clearly following Aggravain's train of thought like there's trained knights out here uh they they're probably fine we should go back and head for the day he's like bitch you forgot one thing Guinevere's with him <laughs> we will be riding all night sir you need to get over that fact boo is out here and she ain't by my side and it's been too damn long that's why we will ride all night long my kingdom fuck it i'm looking for bay but yeah i think he's still on this whole thing because eventually i mean three episodes they were trying to kill gwen that was the goal but they they uh they discarded that plan but i guess if they ever find the opportunity again to make sure something had well something did happen to her and the whole thing was hey we don't want arthur to save her and then it can all be natural and shit hey I don't even got to get Morgana involved. <laughs> like I can come to her and say, look at this thing I did for you. Cause he's some weirdly obsessed with, uh, it's just nasty and weird, but he's nasty and weird. And I don't know why they chose to go this route. You laughing or dragging the fact that she is all dolled doll- up like a crazy ex. Now I have said this many times that I don't believe that morgana at this particular after she killed her her sister i don't believe she's been dealing with the whole deck of cards i don't think she's sane i don't think she's meant to be sane that's why her plans are so convoluted and i think they could do more in the show other than give her the bat shit crazy stalker x look yeah they have that but then they try to toss in the middle of that like she's acting in some type of a fashion that is predatory and not just opportunistically cruel and that's what she's doing like she's just blowing from the wind to one side to the other anyone and now she's just stuck on emerus 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 i will never succeed now because emerus is my problem and that could also be why she's decided not to think about gwen and killing him or arthur like that's not a bit the big goal anymore because i'll get my goals with them but every time emrys gets in my way and i must defeat him and know his name i don't know why you need to know his name you fought him one-on-one and he kicked your ass i guess if she knows his name she can you know i don't know do something else but yeah it is a little boring it is a little overdone and uh i've i've been stopped caring of what's happening Morgana gets a little bit more interesting, I think, in season five, but only in a horrible way. <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. And um, I think that's all I really have to say regarding the feedback. Other you talking about your son, how they didn't. They just they know how to ignore the living shit. They know exactly what buttons to push to just pick. Cause you just be like, why the fuck are you doing that? There is no. Like, are you, are you inhaling idiot juice? What? Why are you doing that? 
my daughter does the same thing or she just likes to come in my room okay i'm recording i'm not gonna make any noise that's not the point i'm talking adult shit well ain't words i ain't heard before that is still not the point bitch get out of my room god damn it <laughs> get off of my nut sack that's what i like you to do i'll be working she does the same thing she's like to sit in the living room while i'm working she's like i'm quiet she just wants to be in my aura it's the sweetest thing ever i'm sure a whole bunch of other people going that's just so sweet <laughs> but i'm still thinking like no she says she's quiet until she does something to try to get my attention which she's going to do or i'll be in the middle of a call and she's like well what did he say about what, what the hell are you doing this is why you shouldn't be in here why don't you go do your damn homework i love children <laughs> but parenting is definitely not all peaches and roses rewarding but also highly annoying and also just sometimes the moments where it's just like why are you just trying to get on my nerves why and things were going good and that's probably why it is like you ain't had your ass beaten like a month <laughs> it's time for you to test the boundaries <laughs> again if you want to join in that conversation it's blackoncouch at gmail.com apparently i gotta go watch 13 reasons why or finish watching this episode anyway uh, my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe this podcast pot, curl, black girl house reviews jesus can be found on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found go to itunes rate and review the podcast until next time peace hair grease like a magic <laughs>